0: Welcome to Four Dimensions for Teachers, a podcast with Dr Caroline Blackley, covering topics that surround today's dynamic teaching and learning environments. Ignite your curiosity, engage your passion for discourse, and encourage others to join us in these robust conversations, all to strengthen our community of practice. No need to put your hand up. Just tune in as we laugh, cry, challenge each other, and aim high to continue to be the best teachers we can.
1: Today, I'm going to expand a little further on the last episode where we talked about connections and how we can establish and maintain connections with the students with whom we're teaching. I always talk about when we know the child, we can teach the student. And part of that comes back to purpose. It comes back to the connections that we have. And as we spoke about in the last episode, connections build Well, beyond just having a good relationship with a student in a classroom, because connections with the purpose for your teaching will add to your planning, will add to your pedagogical practices. Connections and providing opportunities for students to connect with you will build the relationship between teacher and student. But when we do our planning, when we provide opportunities and activities for learning, we then establish connections within our classroom between students and the learning the students are doing. So the benefits of connecting, and when we just use that one simple word, are just phenomenal within our teaching and learning space. So I wanna come from a different angle today, and I'm gonna quote Piglet. And Piglet says, how do you spell love when talking to Pooh, And Pooh turns around and says, you don't spell it, you feel it. So how do we establish connections in our classrooms where we're not just telling students what our expectations are, that we use words of kindness, we're not just spelling love in our classroom or connection in our classroom. How do our students feel the connection in our classrooms? What do we do that provides, as I talk about, not just the opportunities, but how do we maximise on those opportunities? And they might initiate through something as simple as lining up outside before class or having a curriculum conversation. These are opportunities that we can build and establish connections with students. So let's talk about connection. Connection to be worthy needs to be reciprocated. It needs to be valued. And with that is that mutual feeling of you genuinely and authentically want this interaction to occur. Connection is about knowing the child so that you can teach the student. Most teachers I know can very clearly articulate what is on one school, the behavior reports, the curriculum for that student, or what other teachers have told them. But often what's missing in a conversation are the really simple things. Do they like to dance? What does their mum and dad do? What is their favorite animal? Do they like a different toothpaste? You can have such simple conversations in a classroom that will bring out a connection that might seem shallow in the first instance, but if it is built on authentic Desire to know your student, the child you are teaching, then you are going to start to develop connections with your students. Disconnection, on the other hand, is where we see evidence of social exclusion. And I can think of so many students that I watch in classrooms that, because of the way we teach and because we do not focus on the value, the true value of connection, and as I said, not just between teacher and student, but student with student that I see students over and over again feeling a great sense or a greater sense than others of disconnection. And one of the biggest ways that that occurs is through social exclusion. So something as simple as when we form groups in a class, I see teachers regularly, guys, just get into groups of three. Why have groups if there's not an intentional purpose behind that group formation? How do you choose that students are for curriculum and learning purposes with the best planned grouping that you can establish? How do you ensure that the student that nobody likes or that is socially excluded through every opportunity in the playground is part of a group? How do you establish expectations around your group formation that say this is a learning purpose and this is how we interact in our groups? So that's just one example. The simplicity of formation of groups. And I see it right through to year 12, where teachers will just say, Guys, get into groups of three. And I have sat in the back of a classroom. One particular incident comes to mind where I watched one young girl go to one group, nope, sorry, we have our numbers, and they did not go to a second, a third, a fourth group, and all of them shunned her. Evidence of social exclusion. Now, when the teacher got to the point of turning around to teach, it was the interaction with that student that stated, why aren't you ready? We need to get going. I've asked you to do something and you're not doing it. So something as simple as group formation can add to or take away from connections in our classrooms. Now let's add to that when we talk about connection and disconnection. How do students who are managed, when we think of classroom behaviour management, how do students who are managed through punitive means, punitive methods, find a sense of connection? And I'm not saying there are not times that we do not deliver a consequence, but we still hang on to, and I see it, 8,000 observations I currently have under my belt. I see the need, the desire, the choice of teachers to come back to more punitive methods of interaction with students when they do the inappropriate behaviors or are not meeting expectations. So in that moment, how do we teach values to provide connection, to provide environments for excellence in teaching. How do students who are managed only through punitive ways and interactions are filled with possibility or potential for negative affect, how do they connect to the teacher? How do they connect to the learning? And how do we provide connection between students that will enhance our teaching and learning space? So for me, one of the first things is high levels and expectations for all students around the learning which means I as the teacher need to be responsible for how I achieve this with with each and every one of my students. There are no excuses. And when you get my hard love, I actually say, we don't get excuses, we get a paycheck. Now in that schools are responsible and administration for providing teachers with professional learning on what connection really means, not just a glib statement of, well, building relationships is important. I sat in many an induction program when I was a deputy principal and watched my heads of department talk about building relationships is so important. But what if your relationships and the relationships you have built were easily formed because they have been in your entire life as a teacher with people who are like-minded, who value education, who value the same things you do? How do young adults who come into the teaching profession learn the importance of building connections with all students and many students who do not have similar backgrounds, similar belief systems, or have different values to yourself. Work needs to be done in the space of the importance of building connections because it goes well beyond just a positive relationship, but also in how do we establish that with teachers on the skills, the way their pedagogy can provide opportunities for this, and the damage that can be done through things as simple as form groups of three or a punitive interaction around behaviour. There is no definite answer, and I don't have all the answers, but when you start to read the research, there are lots of things and lots of ideas out there from many wonderful teachers who are currently practicing in their classrooms on simple things they do to build connections yarning circles. I watched them muse when I was in the Gulf country over and over again. And what a beautiful way to take away all power relationships and create an environment where students get to share. Something as simple as, and I can remember one I used, what is a food or a vegetable that you're allergic to? How simple is that statement and the diverse, the understanding, the connections that developed through that one activity I can remember between students who previously had not intended or spoken to one another in a teaching and learning space. Our job, which is what we get paid to do, is to create a teaching and learning environment that is rich for students to achieve the outcomes we want. Part of that is developing connection and social inclusion for everybody. So think about how you provide connections in your classrooms and think about, watch how other teachers do it. The teachers that students run up to, and they are not all the teachers that are the, as I call them, high five teachers. I watch teachers who are more the gruff, other end of the scale, have some of the most meaningful, authentic connections with every student in their classroom. Authenticity is key. So do you really care? Do you want to know what that child is sharing with you at this moment so that you can teach the student when they're in your classroom? Instead of, if the bell hasn't gone, instead of standing out the front of your room or being in there super busy getting organised for the lesson, do you know what? Come out of the staff room just a couple of minutes earlier if your lesson backs onto a break. Get your classroom ready so that you can be out the door greeting your students and interacting with them on a genuine, authentic level that's not rushed to get students in and busy on curriculum. Think of all the small things that we do in a day and how we could flip them so easily to become opportunities to establish and build connections with students. Look forward to catching you on the next podcast.
0: Thanks for listening. That's a wrap for this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review and visit CarolineBlackley.com and join our growing community of international educators.